Welcome back to another episode of the High Canoe Salt Day. I'm Dan, the part-time Avenger. With me is Mark, the resident Jedi. Hello there. Our mission that we have chosen to accept is to take some time to prepare for the much-anticipated Mission Impossible movie. And to do that, we're taking some time, we're reviewing some movies, and we're going to argue a lot. We'll see if we argue a lot. We might have same opinions on some things, even if we do. I'll probably find some way to fuck around and piss you off. Yeah, because you hate everything. It's okay. Like more movies than you. I like better movies than you too. So, <laughs> oh, that's an opinion. That's an opinion. We need a poll. We need a poll. We are literally seconds into this podcast, and you're already starting shit. Uh, for the record, every poll that we've done, the poll has always been in my favor. Every single time, from Halloween candy, from which guy Richie movie was better for which list of Marvel movies were better. Yo, yo, don't make me, don't make me get the, uh, the, the group together. The, uh, the, the followers don't make me rile them up to actually answer your polls. Yeah. 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 Well, even, even if you got all of them, they would still <laughs> fail. All right. So mission impossible, Tom Cruise, God, what a wacky son of a bitch. And who would have thought that there would have been so many Mission Impossibles? Are you a Mission Impossible fan? I'm very casual about Mission Impossible. I remember when it first came out, I was excited. I remember the video game, which was like a cheap GoldenEye sequel. I was all in for that. Like, okay, let's go. Let's get the N64 out and rock through this. Like, I, I, I remember enjoying it when I was younger. And then I remember thinking they're still making these. So they've, they've been okay. Like I don't have, I have gripes, but I don't have that many gripes. What about you? I like them. There's, I'll go into detail. There's some that I like more than others, but uh, I've seen them uh, majority. I've seen them in theaters. Uh, I want to say with the exception of three, I saw every other one, three and six. I've seen everyone in theaters. No loss there. Foreshadowing. (laughs) So what order did you see them in? Did you do? I remember when the first one came out, I saw it and then just kind of caught them all as they came out. Like I didn't do much of a flippy floppy on them. No, I one, two, three, four, five, six. That's how I saw them. So back in 96, you were rocking the OG. I remember specifically about the time I saw that with my friends in seventh grade, we got out of the theater yelling abort, abort. And then my buddy Travis jumped into the bushes and he got all scratched up and everything. So we had to go home and get him some like hydrogen peroxide and band-aids. Wow. I remember specific details about every time I've watched those movies. What about the actors? So we've got a whole bunch of actors throughout this entire series. Tom Cruise, as Ethan Hunt, has been the staple across the board because he owns the world because of Scientology. What did you think about the actors within this series? Who did you like? Who did you not care for? Do tell. I loved the first movie. I loved Ving Rhames. I loved uh, uh, Tom in those movies. I also loved that they brought in um, the uh, the professional. They brought in Leon. Yeah. 
which was which was awesome. John Voight in that movie was great. Like the whole cast of the first movie was great. And I feel like it took them a while to get as good of a cast together. You forgot about one Emilio Estevez. Yes, Emilio! He got shish kebab in an elevator. He did. did. Uh, uh, eh. (laughs) Didn't see that coming. Like I said, he didn't. Like I said, the first movie, best cast. Hands down. But I love that Ving has been there the whole time. Um, The addition of Simon Pegg to fill the gap left by Emilio has been very good. Um, I, I, but I like Simon Pegg in basically everything. And you know, he yeah. filled the gap left by Emilio because he does the same thing that Emilio did. He was that guy. Um, I, I guess I wasn't excited about Renner when they first announced him, but I liked him and was sad to see him be replaced by uh, um, Henry Cavill for a minute. Right. Like just that muscly silenty type, person um the addition of baldwin lately has been good but overall um i liked the og the og cast alec baldwin was so good in the movies alec baldwin is great in everything yeah but too bad that he had to kill someone recently god he was completely acquitted of all formal charges he thought he was playing with a play gun leave alec baldwin alone I'm a I'm an Alec Baldwin fan. I'm perfectly fine with his acting resume. Uh, I don't necessarily condone killing people, but I'm not saying he killed them on purpose. But a lot of people are blaming him for for sure. And unfortunately, you know, accidents happen. Not to make a joke about it, but the one accident that was really really awful within these movies is Emilio getting shish kebabed. It it was not it was a really prickly situation for him. Uh, there is a name on this uh, on this cast list that will be coming up on the next two movies, and we talked about him a couple episodes ago, and it's one Shay Wiggum from Across the Spider or I'm sorry, uh, whatever yeah Across the Spider Verse, uh, Fast and Furious fame Shay Wiggum put some respect on his name he's in the mission impossible series of all the newcomers that are coming in this next movie to talk about you bring up shay wiggum because you think shay wiggum is a piece of shit <laughs> when have i said piece of shit uh when you said that dennis leary is better than him <laughs> I, I that doesn't mean he's a piece of shit that just means that dennis leary is better than him uh man no, there's there's a, a lot of people coming in to the next couple of movies. And uh, you got Captain Carter, Peggy Carter herself, Haley Atwell. Super excited about that. And you got Palm, yo. Who? Palm, oh, Palm Clementine. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Totally forgot about her. Um, How dare Vanessa, you? Vanessa Kirby, who's, I mean, stunning. But also, what is it with everyone hopping from, like, monster franchises from one to the other? Like, the only person that who hasn't really done that is Rebecca Ferguson. <laughs> and I think she's, like, the best actor out of all of them. I don't have a great answer. Who do you think was, like, the weakest actor out of, like, the main people? Moynihan. 
Moynihan in general. Bobby Moynihan? Or Michelle Monahan? Monahan, my bad. <laughs> Either way, the worst. So I want to, like, one of these days, uh, you know what? I go through. Hang on. Flipping would have made it better. <laughs> Bobby Moynihan. Bobby Moynihan is Tom Cruise's wife. Would have been better. Would have been so much. <laughs> Scientology. He would have been a bad guy then. He'd have been whatever the person that they talk bad about is. But yeah. Bobby Moynihan. He was trying to be Chris Farley and John Belushi so bad on Saturday Night Live. Trying? Oh, he, doing. He, amazing. <laughs> he is funny. But yeah. Michelle Monaghan, I would say that that is uh, pretty accurate. Although I did like the storyline with her character. I thought that was pretty cool. But oh, there you go. It's like, meh. This is the guy that loves rom-coms and you're shaking your head that you don't like Michelle Monaghan in this role. I don't. <laughs> I don't. The one the love best... interest in the movies. And you're the like, best part eh. of these movies is it doesn't take a love interest for him to choose the right thing we'll get into this you're gonna you're gonna completely just derail Pro, they're, they're projecting some returns from the original uh the original movies they're gonna bring back kitridge don Lowe could be back the guy that they made go to the bathroom a bunch of times when they dropped the drops in his coffee wait that's don Lowe? that's don Lowe. oh no kidding yeah I like the Kitteridge. When I saw him in the trailer, I was like, oh, man, they're bringing him back. That's awesome. Yeah. You know who I really liked that I am not seeing in this is I was hoping that they would bring back Jim, John Voight's character, because he was like the main character from the TV show. I know he they blew up. They killed the shit out of him. I know. I know. They didn't con him. They, they should like have. That would have been so cool because like, think about it. Like he is the original OG from like the TV show, the character from the TV show. You thought but he, he wasn't was the, the actor from the TV show. I know that, but the character itself, that's a cool nostalgia piece. Did you ever watch the TV show? I remember watching parts of it. I never watched it like religiously. I remember watching a few episodes of it. And it was pretty cool. You know what I do remember is the video game on Nintendo. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Very sweet game. I feel like Nintendo's done just a great job of Mission Impossibling everything. <laughs> the N64 game, still, still so good. I did want to see Renner's character come back as William Brandt, but uh, uh, it is what it is. Sometimes you get hit by a snowplow and you got to give up some rolls. Hey, dude, oh. I freaked out the other day because I saw an RIP Jeremy Renner on a headline on Google. Those motherfuckers, man, they can't even like funnel or filter out those stupid headlines that are just clickbait. I hate it. I thought he died. I thought he like offed himself because he was like depressed. I'm not going to say what does Jeremy Renner have to be depressed about because that's insensitive. Everybody has their reasons for being unhappy. And if you're unhappy, you should seek help. But that would suck. Jeremy Renner living a good life he is a trooper and he and is living that good life thank goodness yes what would we death, do without hawkeye the death is a hoax 
So uh, I, I, you mentioned Han and the, the Fast and the Furious. This does this franchise qualify or rank with with say the Fast franchise or or like your John Wicks or something like that? Where does this lay for you? Because I feel like this started that trend or foundation like this or the Terminator movies. I don't remember what the first series of big budget action movie after action movie after action movie was, but I feel like this is one of them. Well, this is very different from like the typical action movie because the first one was like, you know, a very spy thriller. There was action in it, but my definition of action movie involves a lot of gunplay and hand-to-hand combat. Now, the first movie, not so much. Second movie, they turned in him, they turned Tom Cruise into a fucking ninja because John Woo directed it. So that was a little strange to me. But um, <laughs> there is more action throughout the rest of it. But where it relates, you know, compared to like Fast and Furious, I don't even consider Fast and Furious an uh, action franchise. I consider it a franchise. But how is it not an action franchise? All they do is race places. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't consider that action. Disagree. So is Drive an action movie with Ryan yeah. Gosling? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Does Drive have stuntmen that are required to specially film the action and drive sequences? Sure. Action movie. Yeah, I don't I don't buy that. Does he write letters and put them in some sort of uh, uh, mailbox and then cry in the rain? No, then it's not anything else. It's an action movie. <laughs> I don't know. That that's my my definition of action. Though, like, I I don't think I can. I get it. Like, there is, you know, stuntmen that are doing things. I me personally, I don't consider it an action movie. You know what I mean? Like, that's the thing where it's like you can't compare driving a car compared to blowing the shit up of like aliens and buildings like Arnold Schwarzenegger, like fucking cannons and grenades everywhere. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't think that's a fair comparison. So I look at action like I look at America, right? It's one label over 50 different things. And I feel like all of those movies, your driving movies, your fighting movies, your samurai movies, your Schwarzeneggers, all of them fit under the heading of action because that's how i put them away when i went to hollywood video so this movie was filed under action so is the machine an action movie that's a comedy why there's action in it there's stunt people that are doing the action (laughs) that's what i'm saying i'm just saying there's there's apples and oranges that's why i don't like considering like this an action movie so would you rather I phrase the question as do you feel like this movie started the trend of continuing franchises? Because um, same thing. I mean, then you could just blame Star Wars for doing it. Tom Cruise had a very healthy pause between movies. Um, you got 96 for the first one, 2000, 2006. So there's like a four, 
four year gap between most of them. Whereas like horror movie franchises were like cranking them out like one every year. Uh, action movies, you got Terminator that had a very big gap in between them. Um, so yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know if it really, I think from a continuity point of view, nothing really touches Fast and the Furious. They're probably, if you want to say it as like an action franchise, it's probably the most continuous universe out of all movies, which is not, silly. Not Wick? Don't they like no, pick No, John up Wick doesn't up? even hold a candle to it. Okay. Because it's less movies, less time. You've got Fast and Furious from 2001 all the way to 2023. And it's one continuous universe, and it's like all those characters are still reverted back. Mission Impossible, 96 to, you know, 2023. But at the same time, I don't know if that's necessarily, you know, you've got a, like, core group of three that kind of go on to, Two, to everything. Maybe three, yeah. But, I mean, I like the franchise. I, I just, I don't know if he's, the, like, Tom Cruise is the catalyst. He would love to be considered the catalyst, but I don't know if he's the one that is, you know, causing everyone else to have their franchises. I don't want to give Tom Cruise credit for spawning everything else. Was this Tom Cruise's first sequel, though? Because I believe it was. I think so. Yeah, he doesn't, he hasn't really, he's like Denzel. He hasn't had too many sequels with the exception of Mission Impossible. Well, and Denzel with the equalizer, because he just keeps equalizing. He's going to come out with another one, too. I think there's I'm, another That's equalizer. what I'm saying, man. Just equalizing. He's equalizing yeah. that bank account is what he's doing. No complaints yeah. here. From what I'm hearing, you would rank, of those three, you would rank Fast Mission Wick, if, if I'm hearing franchises there. I would say so. I mean, I, I wouldn't say that that's what I like, but in terms of, like, bona fide... A whole picture things i have to give it to fast and furious because it's just it stood the test of time with consistent sequels throughout and then mission impossible mission impossible is like awesome but uh i think i like john wick the best but that's i will say i think wick is the only cluster of movies that have gotten better with each one i can't say that for fast or the mission franchise you know what we're forgetting, and I feel like somebody in the in the uh, comments is going to call us out when we talk about continuing universes and franchises. Forgetting the Bond movies, it's not continuous though. Let's let's be real. The only ones that were continuous were the Daniel Craig ones. Well, the Connery ones were, and the like. There was some continuation. I think that you can be like completely separate. You can watch every single movie and nothing goes back to the other one. That's that's a fair point. I mean, yeah, they I'm, make there's a bunch of Easter eggs in there. Don't get me wrong. Sure. I mean, there's a bunch Money of Penny eggs, and, but... and Q and, and uh, M and everything. But um, yeah, the Daniel Craig ones for sure. I, I think now that you, you know, but they're also feeding off of James Bond as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what else other than continuing storylines make a great franchise? Is there anything else? Because I'm thinking like, I don't remember there ever being a lot of like merch for mission impossible. Hmm. That's a good question. I don't think, I don't think there's ever any 
like merch other than all. the other than the one video game i can barely think of an i don't even there might have been one other game there's been a bunch of fast and the furious games that were not very good right yeah. there's been like i just saw a a fast and the furious popcorn bucket the last time i went i don't think they're gonna have an ethan on popcorn bucket but i don't remember any fa- any mission impossible merch yeah that's a good call i think you know what that probably solidifies as to why that's not higher than fast and furious when you don't have a theme park ride then well there you go does the fast and furious have a theme park ride now yeah turbocharged bitch i remember the top gun one oh i don't even the king's Where? island there was a top gun coaster it was like uh huh. it was like batman but the whole time you were on it they played the top gun soundtrack blaring in speakers that were above your head the coolest fucking ride ever i don't even remember if it was good or bad but you were dangling with your feet and you're fucking danger zoning or no i think you were sitting in something i don't remember that would be but it was suspended above and you were fucking danger zoning and you were harold falkmeyering and it was awesome that would be pretty cool yeah it's gone now it is well. since Tom Cruise, what the fuck are you doing, man? Like, you should make a theme park ride. Dude, I would do a theme park ride where you fucking Ethan hunted into a room. That would be sweet. You do that shit in VR now. Yeah. Uh, but so merch, I think, is a good call. I think that definitely is part of a good franchise. I would probably say parodies are another good telltale sign that you've got like a good uh franchise or even just like a movie but franchise for sure helps solidify that if you have like some continuous parodies of everything and speaking of parodies you got tom cruise and tom cruise his stunt double ben stiller this was on one of the mtv award shows and it was one of the funniest skits ever have you ever seen that i i've seen it a while back seen it a while back i love that that they bonded during these moments and then Tom Cruise just basically wrote his part in Tropic Thunder because he wanted fat hands. Yeah. And he wanted to dance. Oh, such a good, such a good movie. And I love Tom Cruise's explanation of that. Like, cause that makes me like him more that he's not just like some egomaniac that he wants to make fun of himself and, and come up with good, funny characters. That's the only time I've seen Tom Cruise be like an actual person. <laughs> you mean jumping on a couch saying you love a woman isn't a real person i mean we all enjoyed dawson's creek but tom needs to calm down (laughs) i did enjoy him in that role and did you hear like he went publicly or he publicly stated that he wants to do a sequel with rdj to tropic thunder i mean i would do it i don't think that i don't think you could get a sequel to tropic thunder made right now you can get I mean the, the machine character. just got made so maybe but the, the machine much like the flash did not perform at the box office so I don't think they're doing it again I am all for it and he doesn't have to play you know his character in Tropic Thunder he can still play the actor who's just like banana shit crazy that just wants to be different characters and then he could you know do something else Oh God, I would love it. It would be it would be great. Like you gotta Robert bring Downey the whole Jr. game back though. You gotta bring Jack Black back. <laughs> Al Pacino. 
I mean, you know, he's he got a new kid. He's got to he's got to be able to do something. No, not Al Pacino. Al Pacino. I know. I know. <laughs> he loves the pussy. He loves the pussy. Oh God. Uh, <laughs> thanks to our female listeners for bearing with me for those two seconds there. <laughs> yeah, no, that that definitely. Mm. Speaking of listeners, so there's a lot of those two those those friendships we talked about, right? Fast and the Furious and John Wick have really rabid fan bases. Have you ever met somebody that's like, I'm a huge Mission Impossible fan? <laughs> no, no. Neither have I. Uh, the only people I've ever heard talk about that was they were talking about something completely different and someone just happens to mention Mission Impossible and it's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. <laughs> So how do these movies keep making this much money? Right? It's crazy. I don't know. But Tom Cruise has a lot of pull, and, and maybe Scientology just pulls from other Scientologists. I, do all the Scientologists just go like seven times? And they take their 23 <laughs> wives? Like they pull the boat up from the from the Sea Corp, and they all just pile into the fucking to the drive-in? Like what's going on here? I don't know, man. Uh that's a very valid question. They are good movies. They're entertaining. They are action-packed. And it is something that I appreciate Tom Cruise's mega stardom a whole lot because there's not many mega stars out there anymore. Tom Cruise is one of them, and he's getting there in age. He's approaching 60 and not to say he can't be a star within his 60s. I mean, look at Liam Neeson. He had like a resurgence in his career. But Tom Cruise, if he wants to continue to do like his own stunts and shit, I don't know how much longer he can do this. Well, isn't the aren't these his last two? Isn't this it? Oh, is that it? I heard that that was it. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't know that. I, I could be completely wrong, though. I wouldn't. I wouldn't think that he would want to close the chapter on anything because he wants to be able to do anything, anywhere, anytime. And honestly, this is his moneymaker. You get rid of this, what are you going to do? This is not his highest grossing film. It's his, but it's his cash cow. Why do you think they keep on making these movies? His mummy reboot didn't do anything. No, so they, they wrap that back up. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I I feel like I I don't have a good answer. I thought that he was, I was I was for some reason under the impression that he was, he was not hanging it up after this one, but just, just, it was the last one. If he is, then that's why he's lobbying for a Tropic Thunder two. <laughs> yeah. Just I you know what sign me up, a bunch of Les Grossman films. I'm down. Dude. I don't know. I don't know. So then let me ask you, as you as you look at this, as you think about all of these uh these these different things, are you excited that there's another one? He hasn't missed, you know. I I personally don't think since Mission Impossible 4 it has been a hit every single time and I've been thoroughly entertained. So 
Yeah, I'm I'm for it. You know, there's only you know I love Marvel films, but at the same time, something that constantly sells and makes people feel good is nostalgia, things that they're familiar with, and Tom Cruise is all of those. And this franchise and these movies are great. You know, you have that perfect blend of action, suspense, thrill, humor, and you got a nice little Mission Impossible movie. Yeah. I think the problem is there's not another franchise or not any other nostalgic thing that he can jump into. Yeah. I mean, everything else, everything else that he's done has been, you know, they're all one-offs and a lot of them didn't do so great. They're good movies. He was supposed to completely relaunch Universal Monsters with the mummy. And that's how bad it bombed that they didn't do a damn thing. Yeah. But Tom Cruise, I if he continues to make movies, I will continue to watch them. Um, there's a big cluster of movies I didn't watch of his back in like the mid to late 90s. But ooh, like which ones? Um, you know, you had like the whole. Uh, well, I, I take it back. I did watch them, but it wasn't anything that I was like, ooh, I want to go see it. Like Magnolia, um, Eyes Wide Shut like those movies oh like the those... artsy phase yeah yeah vanilla sky i saw vanilla sky in theaters but that's disclaimer that was at niu at the dollar theater mm. minority report that was good that was good oh you're talking about the last samurai that was awesome that was a great movie okay. but that was like early 2000s i'm talking about like mid to late 90s I was, so Jerry McGuire had... was 96. Yeah, didn't what care. Was Mission Impossible. Well, yeah, Mission Impossible. But Don't I didn't you badmouth Jerry McGuire. Don't care about it. That movie's amazing. Okay. I, I just don't I don't care about it. It's not my type of movie. I don't like those rom not even I don't even know if you can say rom com. Is it considered a rom com? It's a drama, baby. Yeah. So no, I'm not romantic dramas, nah. Unless someone's getting killed or threatening to be killed then now hey rod tidwell went over the middle almost got killed (laughs) don't even know who that is so whatever (laughs) moving right along are you excited or do you have anything you want to you expect from the next one i expect one of the core characters to die i think that's what i expect there's expectations okay yeah. So before we get too much in the expectations, let me pause. Let me rewind because we made a we made a, a a little thought or rolled out there. We had a conversation before the conversation about ranking these pre Dead Reckoning movies, and I think that we owe it to listeners who love to hear us rank movies because those obviously are our most popular episodes. Um, are we gonna do first to worst or what? I think we do worst to first. Worst so we first. can just talk some mad shit. You got it. All right. Uh, may the honors be yours first. Oh, oh, I will forever. I will forever bash this movie. Um, And it is surprising and sad to me that I dislike it because it's a director that I really enjoy and um, a cast that should have been better. Um, But ugh, Mission Impossible 3. J.J. Abrams' turd. 
Why did you not like that? I just thought the movie was weak in general. They did the the wife thing, which was the whole... His entire character was about not having a connection like that so he could continue through life and 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 serve and do all that right it's like the same reason that you don't give like the big marvel characters that are female like a husband that protects them you want that character to just operate on their own and they gave ethan hunt a wife and duh they're gonna fucking kill her storyline was weak that it was too felicity it was it was JJ Felicity JJ, not Star Wars and Star Trek JJ. It made me sad, though it did okay. give us Simon Pegg into the universe, which is the only redeeming quality of that film. Is it introduces Benji? The rest of it I could do without. My number six pick is Mission Impossible Two. Um, I like action. I love action, but this was ridiculous. I left the theater just. Actually, no, I was in the theater laughing at all the wrong spots. Um, Tom Cruise doing somersaults in midday, like that's going to hide him and have him, have him be more secretive in certain things when he's like making his final run at the bad guys. Like that's dumb. Um, and he was like a ninja. All of a sudden, Tom Cruise was a ninja. And that rock climbing scene where Ben Stiller made fun of it, where he's <laughs> he's like spread across in his, his arms and everything. Uh, but most importantly, that Limp Biscuit song, uh, while I liked it, was one of the worst renditions or variations of the Mission Impossible theme. Awful. Yeah, I, I've got to say that that rock climbing scene was the worst rock climbing scene since, uh, was it Star Trek? Four or something like that where kirk is climbing el capitan and he's got spock has floating boots is mm -hmm. some kind of ridiculous but yeah that was terrible uh, was i bad. agree my number five is is mission impossible too for all the reasons you spoke about it just was so like this why is john woo make trying to make tom cruise in the jet lee yeah what's going on here and keep in mind, I love action. I love martial arts. I, I love double guns. Double, it's my favorite. So much double guns. Guns akimbo, my favorite. Is it was it, 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 this is a this is if you took all the John Woo-ness of that and replaced it with like some Michael Bayness, would have been such a better movie. Yeah, I would agree on that. Doug Ray Scott, who thank God for this movie, because because of this movie. We got Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. So we should probably owe Tom Cruise a big thanks that he kept Doug Ray Scott on this project. I I I will say I'm I'm surprised that that the first two, the low, the low ones so far, and, and we'll continue to go on. The low ones solely caused by directors. Mm, yeah. What's your so, number five? My number five is Mission Impossible 6. So what? pretty pretty good. It's a sequel to uh, the fifth one, like a direct sequel where there's, you know. You're talking about characters. Fallout, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I like Henry Cavill and the fight scene where he cocks his arms, badass. But the thing that was just kind of, 
it was good. It was entertaining. It just didn't wow me. That was my problem with it. And the thing that really bothered me is that you knew Henry Cavill was a bad guy with his fucking stash. You knew he was a bad guy. So why are you even trying to pretend like that's the case? Like, cut the fucking mustache and make it believable that he could be a good guy on his team. But no, you know, Listen, keep the villain. Good stash. guys, good guys can have mustaches too. Name one. Burt Reynolds. He was a bad motherfucker in every movie. <laughs> Jeff Foxworthy. He's just bad. I don't know. Oh. I do like his redneck stuff though. I, I disagree on Fallout, but you know what? We'll we'll get there. We'll get there. Um that brings me to number four for me. And this is this is where the nits start to pick, in my opinion, because while there were two really bad ones. The rest of them have all been pretty serviceable, right? But I'm going to yeah. go with Rogue Nation. <sighs> really? Yeah, I just wasn't a fan. Like, really? I, it's not that I didn't like it. It's that I didn't like it as much as the other ones. Wow. Okay. Um, so I, it's probably just like how I thought of number six. Okay. Um, Fallout, right? So, Okay. I don't want to go too much into because that'll be uh, a little bit later on on my list. So um, my next one is the JJ uh, Abrams one, Mission Impossible 3. So I thought it was a return to form, uh, but it was dumb. It really was dumb. It's real dumb. And I thought, you know, with Philip Seymour Hoffman as that villain, I thought best villain uh, second best villain out of the entire franchise. Second best villain. Awesome. Philip Seymour Hoffman was menacing in that movie, RIP. And I thought it was just like, whoa, this guy is a cold motherfucker. Like, there's no way that they can get out of this. But of course they will. But um, yeah, I, I thought it was very believable. Uh, I elevate that movie more so because of him. But that rabbit's foot, where you don't find out whatever the fuck it is. It's just a Mac- literal MacGuffin <laughs> that it doesn't matter what the fuck it is, what you do with it, and they, there's no resolution to it. And he's just like, here's the rabbit's foot. I don't care. I'm going to go see my wife. So that brings me to my number three, which is Ghost Protocol. I enjoyed this one. Uh, I believe this is where they introduced Renner. Yes. And um, yeah, I, I was I was just a fan. I thought the action in this was good. I thought the story was was compelling, and I liked the whole he finally went to Russia thing. Like he had to he had to just completely move off of all of the IMF stuff. That was so awesome. That Kremlin scene where it fucking blew up was so badass. Yeah, and the sandstorm another cool scene in that movie which was really sweet uh so that is also my number three and that's what i wrote down effing sweet next to that movie because it made (laughs) me like whoa i really like mission impossible like i like the first one and i thought the second one was garbage and then the third one was okay but mission impossible 4 it was a date night with my wife and i and we were both like whoa that was pretty badass. Uh, I was 
very impressed. Yeah. This one brought you back to him against the agency a little bit, which I was a fan of. Um, and, and yeah, it, it worked for me. Um, though I didn't, I, the only part of it that I wasn't a fan of, it, it was Paula Patton. Mm. I, I'm not, I can't. She was a very attractive woman with a axe to grind against the bad guys. Um, I was fine with her. I thought it was a really cool cast, like a supporting cast, like, you know, more to back Ethan up, but I just feel like there's been better other than three, the weakest female character we've seen across the franchise. You don't think like in the first one, like, no, I thought Claire was a fucking crazy badass who was faking being scared. Just, mm-hmm. I thought she was snaky. I loved it. Okay. We'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit. So yeah, 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 I'm sure we will shortly, shortly. All right. So, well, so you're, you're, you had the same three, right? Yep. What's your number two? My number two is fallout. I loved Cavill in this. <laughs> I loved how this turned grittier. As he got older, I love that the stunts were just like they let him go ham on this. And like he climbed up the side of a fucking building in a different one. But this movie, I just I saw it because the stunts look so awesome in the trailers. I'm like, and, you know, these aren't the best ones. So I was a fan of the grittiness, but I'm more of a Bond fan, too, like. I enjoy the Daniel Craig Bond movies and it was just like Cavill being this monster in it. I was, I was a fan and I wanted to see if the mustache played, which it did or else it ruined two movies, which I don't think it did. I think it only ruined one and you know, which one I'm talking about. I think I had a problem with that one. Uh, I shouldn't say a problem, but I think another reason why it fell down on my chart is because they did like a Rambo two stunt or a Rambo 2 playoff to where, you know, how Cavill dies in the helicopter. It was, like, very similar, like, Rambo 2 to me. Only you "Eh." would do that. Only you would think of, oh, well, Rambo did it. Yeah, he did. And, you know, this overall, the movie was fine. It was serviceable. It just wasn't anything, like, for the exact reason why you said, like, the stunts were amazing and everything, like, okay, holding on to the side of a plane while impressive. I wasn't wowed by that. Like that's, that's not action to me. That's just like, okay, you just rig it up. So it's good. Now, granted, there is a very real element of danger. It just, I'm not getting, I'm not getting hard for him holding on to the side of a plane. I thought the motorcycle stunts in it were fucking awesome. They were, they were very good. Like they were awesome. and, And, and the fact that Tom Cruise was doing half of them. Yeah. It's impressive. Like, dude, dude. I mean, I'm I'm feeling warm and fuzzy and safe if Tom Cruise is any doing any kind of transport transporting of me. <laughs> um like, I will say with because and, and I said it earlier, like because I don't necessarily like driving stunts are very cool. I don't think of it as the action that I like. So that's why it's 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 not higher up on my list. Okay. So what's All your right. two? Number two is Mission Impossible One. Uh, so a lot of reasons for this. It's just a a movie at the time when I saw it, I was like, huh, 
this was actually a pretty good movie for not having any action in it. And that's that's exactly what I thought of when when I saw it. And I liked the twists and turns. I liked the reveal that Jim was the bad guy, but it was just very smart, you know, how Ethan kind of unfolded everything. And I liked the whole back and forth with Max. That was a, a great character in that movie. And, you know, that's what a true spy movie is. There's a few elements throughout all the other movies where they're not necessarily spies. They turn into like superheroes. And that's why, you know, they're, they're a little bit lower on the list. But that movie, legitimate spy thriller with some action. I don't consider it an action movie, but really, really good. Very well done. And yeah, I mean, who didn't want to have that same Tom Cruise leather jacket that he wore? And also Larry Mullen and Adam Clayton with that bomb fire Mission Impossible theme. Oh, so good. Yeah, no, your number two is my number one. I feel like it separates itself from all the rest of the movies. The cast is the strongest. The story is the strongest the twists the turns you get so many actors that just are perfect for the role i cannot say enough about jean renault i think i just love him in everything but i loved him in this role and you you thought he was gonna be because at the time he was i mean he had done leon the professional and he had a lot of uh, credits but he wasn't like he wasn't an opposite. He wasn't a, a, he wasn't anything, right? He was just a guy. And to, to have him play this character that was so just menacing in his French way, uh, I thought worked. Loved him in this movie. Loved the weird razor bladey handily knife that he had for some, it was like the weirdest knife I've ever seen. Completely impractical. Like the most, oh, this is going to break. That's not a knife. Uh, uh, situation, but I, it just, I remember that. I remember the, the, the way that they filmed it from both ends and then they play you back what actually happened. Like yeah. so much good. The reveal on it was so good. And I, 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 I was, you know, like you, I was in like, you know, seventh grade at the time. So I'm like, I, I didn't see any of it coming. It was great. It took me on the ride and is the reason I saw the other ones. And still the reason I'll go see the next one. Like, again, I liked Fallout. It was great. But this one was the best. And I thought it, it brought, it was, the, I think, the purest form of Ethan Hunt that you get. Because the, the rest of them, there's Jaded. There's Tom wanting action. There's Ninja Tom. There's all of that. But this is just a fresh, this was a fresh character and a fresh you know, franchise. And I don't think you can reopen anything. We don't get fresh anymore. Like, we oh, you don't. do. We watched it and you did not. Oh man. Like it. Yeah. No, that was, <laughs> I don't know that that was fresh. It may have been titled that, but man. So my What's number, number one, one and my number one is mission impossible five. Mm. God. So good. In my opinion, um, this was the movie like so i i got out of the theater for four and i was like wow that was really great i got out of the theater of five it's like whoa that was even better 
So I like that movie because from the stunt perspective, that stunt where he jumps into the pool or like the little water tank and he's got the three minutes that he has to get the little disc and dude, that was a cool scene because he actually, like he trained to actually hold his breath for that long. So that was super impressive to me. But even just that scene itself was like, oh man, he's going to do it. And then the the disc floats away and you're like, oh, he is fucked. And then superstar of the movie, Rebecca Ferguson, her character jumps in, saves him. And she was awesome because she was a legitimate spy badass, had the skills, had the screen charisma. And it was just like oozing, not even just sex appeal, but just awesomeness like she was such a powerful character and a powerful woman in that movie and simon Pegg, his humor and his his just assumption that ethan is going to like yeah you can hold your breath for three minutes no problem and ethan's just looking at him like what the fuck okay i guess i'm going to try to and it was just a really cool combination of everything and then of course you had luther ving rames character back in there so you had the combination of the people that you liked from the previous movies over the top, but realistic action, if that makes sense, and a strong, strong female character, along with a villain who they catch, but they do not kill, and he lives to see another day. And of course, you see him in the next movie. Okay. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I, I again, I enjoyed it. There were certain aspects of other movies I enjoyed more or less, but I will agree that that Rebecca Ferguson was solid, and I'm excited to see her in the next ones. Oh, dude, I forgot to say too, the car chases. Even though I don't necessarily consider that action, car chases were freaking sweet. And um, come on, Alec Baldwin. How can you not like Alec Baldwin? in this movie i never said i didn't such a good never movie. said i didn't that's it that's my mission impossible but i'm excited game. to have kittredge back i'm not gonna lie that will be interesting to see so we know what you liked before and we know kind of what you like now so what would make this a 10 for you if we if we saw it because we know i don't know what we do know but because it's a part one yeah we're going to end up on a cliffhanger. Yeah, I don't know. I So what I don't want to see is helpless women in this movie. I really don't okay. want to see that. That would be one thing that if they if they're all like strong badasses, I'm that will definitely lead me closer to like, oh, cool. I will enjoy this movie. They've definitely because, brought in some strong actresses. Yes. Yeah. Vanessa Kirby can play a badass when she was in Hobbs and Shaw. She plays her character very well. Mm -hmm. um, Haley Atwell can play a strong female character. If anyone, though, I think she might be, in my opinion, the weak link of the character. Not, not as a, a person or an actor, but I think her character in that movie might be like the closest to a damsel in distress because i haven't seen anything where she's like kicking anyone's ass yo and, 
Oh, you you've seen something? She was posting a lot of shit on the gram about okay the stunts and the ass whooping she was getting on the set. I expect this to be the Captain Carter esque movie that we wish we had, minus cool. the shield and suit. I expect her to be a friggin' badass. And I'm gonna give you my two movies later prediction that if Tom can't go again, she leads. One movie, then they won't bring her back and they'll bring Tom back again. But I think she's got her this character has the has the capacity to to lead a movie. It would be from everything I see, because it seems like she is right next to him with him through all of these action scenes. So I'm I'm really hoping that it's a it's a it's a two person team kind of situation. But okay. I agree damsels in distress would make this suck. That's what made that's what made three suck. I thought that was just an interesting play just because of you know since it's his wife, he has to do something different. It's it's not like oh I just met this random female who needs our help with something. You know what I mean? But in the next movies, I like if they're strong women, the action scenes are good. If they have great hand-to-hand fight scenes, um, I'm down for it. Uh, then, then I will be like, yes, this is, you know, it's, it's all elevating. It's very tough to top the previous movies though. And that's why I feel like six fell flat. Cause I don't think it tops five in terms of the action. Um, mm-hmm. And that's what Tom Cruise wants to do is top action, topping action. John Wick, that franchise has done that expertly. I don't know if they can necessarily do that, especially with limitations for Tom Cruise. If they start bringing in other like legit stuntmen and stunt women in major roles, then that's believable. But that's not the case. You know, as, as great as Haley Atwell, uh, Rebecca Ferguson, and, and Vanessa Kirby are, I don't think that that's the same type of action level that they can surpass yeah i i've got to say that i want more story i want more like the first one i want you to completely misdirect me yeah and then give me a huh at the end like the one thing i need is when they end it i wanted to end like um like spider-verse did like it didn't give you the answer you knew there was a ton left to unpack but it gave you like this preview into the next one that was just like oh shit didn't see that coming that's awesome that's what i need how this i need this to end that way and i need the next one to really i need i need an unfolding of a good twist and then the next one i need an even twistier twist i need more story from the first not not karate from the second if you will yeah, fair enough. With that ending, so you don't want it to be like, do you want it to literally be like cliffhanger where he's no. okay? It would, but though, though, I would think it would be really funny if he actually was hanging from a cliff. Which I mean, if there's any movie that that's how they could they could break the two, this is it. Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't want it to be like that 
you know, the room is going to blow up and only one person's going to survive. Like, that's too cliffhangerish for me. Like, that's too much. That I would be a their... great callback to the show for the breaks yeah. between the, you know. But yeah. But I, I want to see a definitive ending and just exposition into the next one, very much like you said. So I, I think that's a fair, fair assessment. But yeah, um, any other guesses or predictions from you about the next movies you know i've stayed very spoiler free which is like my new way of life um so i don't even know what the major action scenes in are this other than Haley's in them and there's some driving but i'm i'm game for it i know that that there was a lot of i know that there was a lot of work put into it i know that there was a lot of uh, money put into the stunts and i know that tom held it solely so it would go into theaters because he's tom cruise savior of big box office um so there's all that going on but in general i have i have no thoughts other than i really hope it's good same here and i think that pretty much leads us to the conclusion of this episode but the mission impossible franchise before we see dead reckoning one and two can you do this entire franchise all day i don't watch it from beginning to end like it's like harry potter or star wars i i watch the ones i like overall i'm game to see them but it, it it's more on the i'll go see it yes answer than nah i'm not i'm not gonna wait i'm not gonna see it like it's not a priority um the last one I waited till it was, you know, um, streaming, but. Okay. What Fair about enough. you? Are you a, I watch them all the way through. I eat this shit for breakfast. One, four and five. I can absolutely do all day. Um, one is mine. I watch one. Like there are no other. <laughs> so i mean i i would say the franchise as a whole i'd say yes i can do all day hey we wouldn't be talking about it if we didn't like it well actually, well we'll no. see take that back take that back we'll see what happens on the next movie so we may be seeing that together and doing a podcast in the same room together and discussing our thoughts yeah. but until then i'm dan the part-time adventure that's mark the resident Jedi. Tune in next week because this podcast, after you like, subscribe, and hit us up on all of our socials, will self-destruct when you go see the next one.